everyone. Welcome back to Read Dirty to Me. It is me, V Cummins. I am here today for this week's weekly roundup. This is, like I said, just we're going to talk about some books that I've been reading. And actually, at the very end, I'm going to introduce the new series that we will be working on after Stanton. I have been deep in a uh, Stanton hole this past week. I've really worked ahead on my notes, gotten a whole bunch of stuff done. And so this week's <clears throat> books for the weekly roundup are going to actually be some of my past favorites that I just really enjoy. So the first one that we're going to do is Making Their Vows by Jessa Kane. We talked about Jessica Kane a lot. I talked about her last week. I've talked about her, I believe, the week before. I think every week we'll have a Jessica Kane book because she is just my favorite short story author. I really like the instant love. I really think she does it well. I think she does the sex scenes great. Overall, for me, she's just one of my top. So for that reason, let me give you the synopsis for Making Their Vows. The moment Grace Foster locks eyes with the brutally beautiful underground fighter, she knows her life is never going to be the same. There is something about North Whitlock that makes her temperature rise dramatically, her scruples vanishing into thin air. They are drawn together like magnets, despite their obvious differences. Grace attends a wealthy prep school while North must fight to survive. They don't make sense as a couple, and her father would never, ever approve of the dangerous brawler. Trying to stop North from seeing his Gracie, though? Not a chance. Staying away from each other when every touch sets them aflame is an impossible feat. But will they survive the explosive consequences? This one I think might be one of my all-time favorite Jessica Kane books. Well written, gets right to the point, has a good amount of drama, and really interesting sex scenes. And I will admit, whenever I first saw the review or the synopsis for this book, I was really hesitant because I don't like high school books. You know, I'm in my late 20s, which kind of hurts to say sometimes because I'm not expecting it. I'm in my late 20s. You know, I don't want to read about 18-year-olds. It just feels uncomfy for me. But the story overall was so good. And sometimes if I do read, like, the high school books where they are 18, I will kind of put them into a college role instead of a high school role doesn't make too big of a difference but it makes just enough of a difference for me so in my opinion this book was just super well done hit the curve hit the curveballs that I needed it to hit hit the sex scenes that I needed it to hit and I f get emails from Jessica Kane whenever she releases a new book and she released an epilogue for this book which I don't see very often from her and so I was super excited just to get that email I read the epilogue and it was really good. I mean, like, it could have been its whole standalone book, really. So, overall, I recommend getting this book. Like always, the book link will be in the show notes. I recommend reading this book. If you like it, sign up for her emails, listen to, um, or read any of her other books, listen to them. I believe they're on Audible as well. Um, but yeah, I just overall felt like this book really hit nicely. It will not be everybody's cup of tea. I completely understand that. I completely respect it. It's not for everybody. There is some of that, like, daddy dynamic in it, um, which is a little strange because they are the same age. But overall, I think it still works well for them. So, yeah, that is Making Their Vows by Jessa Kane. And like I said, the 
uh, link for this book and all the books that I talk about are in the show notes. So please check those out and um, we will move on to our next book. This one I really enjoyed. So this book is by Max Monroe, who is actually two um, authors that are combined and kind of go under a pseudonym. These books are hysterical. So we've talked about how V. Keeland hits the fluff with a little bit of angst. We've talked about how T.L. Swan hits like so, like just that perfect amount of angst. We've talked about how Lauren Lane has witty and fluff. This, these books by Max Monroe, she's one of the funniest writers I've ever read. I mean, by far. Truly just some fantastic writing. I very much enjoy this book specifically. So this book is Banking the Billionaire by Max Monroe. And this is actually third in the series of Billionaire Bad Boys. I do really enjoy the first books that are in this series. I think they're cute. I think they're very well done. For me though, Banking the Billionaire hit just some really funny strides. I will say the heroine sometimes wasn't always my favorite, but the hero in this book, the book boyfriend, Thatcher Kelly, he for me was just, he hit everything. He was funny. He was, you know, smart. He was alpha. And then whenever it came down to it, he was very sympathetic and very, you know, just kind. And you wanted to hug this big bear of a human. And Max Monroe is also really good about providing epilogues and providing duets to her books. And you really see that in this series. But especially for me, you you see so much of Thatcher Kelly's personality just throughout all the books that whenever it finally came time to his book, I was so pumped and so prepared. And then you read the novellas after it and they are hysterical and you see him in this brand new light and it's adorable as heck. So, I, like I said, I highly recommend Banking the Billionaire. The synopsis for this book is uninhibited, sarcastic, confident, beautiful, with a thriving photography career that allows her to travel all over the world and capture the hottest of men behind her camera lens. Cassie Phillips is the woman who can't be tamed. Adrenaline junkie, jokester, billionaire, hottest then, at six foot five with muscles for days and that perfect playful smile, Thatcher Kelly is the kind of man you don't want to deny. Wild for wild, prank for prank, the two most unlikely of people may be the only ones to see that some personality traits only run skin deep. Uncensored, hilarious, and too damn hot to put into words, grab a fan and get ready for one hell of a ride because when the opposite of opposites attract, things are bound to get a little messy. So a huge theme in this book is pranks. I mean, just they're constantly pranking each other back and forth. That's kind of their flirting mechanism. And it involves a baby miniature teacup pig. You could not get a better like sidekick in this book than this little mini pig that just gets carted around by this six foot five muscles for a day as man. Because Thatcher Kelly falls in love with this pig. Of course he does because he's perfect. So, like I said, this book is just, it's crazy and it's fun. And, you know, the angst and the separation that happens between them two feels so organic. You have some books where the conflict feels contrived or where it feels a little bit more messy than it needs to be. This 
made sense. This made sense for a man who has put his heart on the line for somebody who is trying desperately to just like keep going and you just really you really see a lot of his personality come in so that was banking the billionaire now we are actually going to talk about the next series that is we're going to focus on after stanton we are going to v keeland and penelope ward we are going to the cocky hero club that's right, we're talking about the fainting goat next. So, with the schedule that we have right now, I have Stanton Unconditional Parts 2 and 3 releasing in the next two weeks. And then we will do Stanton Completely the next three weeks after that. So we have a while to till we get to Cocky Bastard, which is the first book in this series. But I recommend reading it now, starting all the Cocky Bastards, enjoying them, reveling in them before we get to um, covering them completely. The synopsis for this is, he was someone who belonged in my wildest fantasies instead of a rest stop in the middle of Nebraska. Sexy, cocky, Australian named Chance was the last person I expected to run into on my cross-country drive. When my car broke down, we made a deal. Next thing I knew, we were traveling together, spending sexually tense nights in hotel and taking unplanned detours. My ordinary road trip turned into an adventure of a lifetime. It was all fun and games until things got intense. I wanted him, but Chance wouldn't make a move. I thought he wanted me too, but something was holding him back. I wasn't supposed to call f fall for the cocky bastard, especially when I knew we'd be going our separate ways. All good things must come to an end, right? Except our ending was, was one I didn't see coming. This book is adorable. This book is so sweet. And... You just, you find these characters to be just overwhel overwhelmingly likable. You meet a fainting goat, which you can't get much better than a fainting goat. I fell in love with goats because of this book. I'm not even joking. He, this book has actually spawned all their authors to write cocky heroes. They have tons of different books, just the two of them that they wrote, that are under the cocky bastards umbrella. You have Cocky Bastard, Stuck Up Suit, Playboy Pilot, Mr. Moneybags, British Bedmate, Park Avenue Player. I've read them all. I loved them all. I'm making my way through the other author, other authors and their cocky heroes. But for me, I don't think anything has ever topped Cocky Bastard in, in the lineup of these. And what I really love is that the Fainting Goat makes an appearance <laughs> in all of these. And it's now a running joke between my friend and I whenever I read a V. Keeland or a Penelope Ward book and I'm telling her to download. She will always automatically ask, okay, but is the goat in it? Because we love this goat. So I really recommend this book. And you know what? I actually want to talk about one more V. Keeland book that's been on my mind quite a bit. And that is The Invitation. This book was one I just wasn't prepared for. In fact... I had it sitting in my Kindle library for a while because um, I had bought it and, you know, I was really excited for it. And then I had 15 other books to read. And one day I was like, man, I've been in a book slump. I saw this book and I was like, well, anytime I read a V. Keeland book, I'm automatically in love. It automatically works for me. So let me go ahead and read the invitation. Uh, this this novel 
really shook me. I remember reading it and crying and turning to my husband and I just said, I don't know what I just read, but I love it. Um, it was a pretty, I mean, it was a, it was like any other romance novel, but for some reason, it just, it was just so well done and it was so easy to read, even though, you know, it's 398 pages, it felt like an easy read. I never felt like I was trudging through the book, but I just kept thinking like, oh, this is just beautiful. Like just keep reading because it's just beautiful. And the drama was, you know, well worth reading. And it was, it had things that I hadn't seen before and novels that I really enjoyed. And so I'm going to read the synopsis for this. This actually wasn't on the agenda. This wasn't on my outline. I've just been thinking about this novel a lot, so I really wanted to bring it up now. And I will add this as well to the show notes. The first time I met Hudson Rothschild was at a wedding. I'd received an unexpected invitation to one of the swankiest venues in the city. Hudson was a groomsman and quite possibly the most gorgeous man I'd ever laid eyes on. He asked me to dance, and our chemistry was off the charts. I knew it wasn't a good idea to get involved with him considering the wedding I was at, but our connection was intense and I was having a great time. Through the fun, though the fun came to a screeching halt when Hudson figured out I wasn't who I said I was. You see that unexpected invitation I received? Well, it hadn't actually been addressed to me. It was sent to my ex-roommate who'd bounced a check for two months rent and moved out in the middle of the night. Figured she owed me an expensive night out, but I guess technically I was crashing the wedding. Once caught, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. As I bolted for the door, I might have plucked a few bottles of expensive champagne off the tables I passed, all while the gorgeous, angry groomsman was was hot on my tail. Outside, I jumped into a taxi, my heart ricocheted against my ribs as we drove down the block, but at least I'd escaped unscathed. Or so I thought, until I realized I'd left my cell phone behind at the table. Take one guess who found it. This is the crazy story of how Hudson Rothschild and I met. But trust me, it's only the tip of the iceberg. <clears throat> so, this is three ninety nine on Kindle. I know that we've talked about, you know, I tried to do Kindle Unlimited. Cocky Bastard is on Kindle Unlimited, so is Making Their Vows, and so is Banking the Billionaire. But the invitation, which, you know, is is four ninety nine or three ninety nine, I'm sorry. I still really recommend it if you can get it. I recommend maybe reading V. Keelan and Penelope Ward's books that are on Kindle Unlimited first. Get a feel of V. Keelan. See if you like that writing style. Like, I, like I've like i said numerous times, I love it. And then if you do, this is one book I highly recommend <laughs> investing in. Now that we are done with the synopsis of the books for this week, I kind of want to talk about the podcast in general. So, like I said, I've been doing notes like crazy for Stanton. I've been trying to figure some things out for the podcast in general. Try to figure out how I want to do notes, how you guys want me to do notes, things like that. If there's any um, things that you guys have thought of, I understand I need to get better about ums and things like that. I'm really working, I promise. But I enjoy doing kind of the full recap of the book. I do leave out some parts, especially, like, if they're not as related to the big plot of the book. Um, And I'll kind of give a brief overview of those just in general in the chapter that I'm talking about. But I'm wondering if, you know, you guys would like something that's 
more of just kind of like a bullet points like here are the highlights of the chapter and here's what I loved about it or if you guys like the full recap of the notes or of the book so if you guys would like to email me at victoria at readdirtytome.com that would be great if you guys want to share the podcast with people that is also great or you the easiest way to get to me is by joining the v cummins romance facebook group i would love to have you guys in there um really build it up share super inappropriate memes as long as we don't get sucked i don't mind (laughs) anything goes and what i also love about this group is that there are some other authors in there so you guys can get access to some wonderful books some great sales which are always fun at least for me because i know i've spent way too much money on kindle this year i was uh doing something and i saw a book that was you know had popped up it's like a facebook ad and i clicked on it and i went and i was out of ways or i was out of um titles that I could rent from Kindle Unlimited because you can only do 10 at a time and I have 10 books out and multiple ones that I've already bought and I still went to go rent it figured out I couldn't read the synopsis a little bit more realized that yeah I'd probably like this book and then bought it and it was like $4.99 and I was like yeah it's just helping me get my points for another $4.99 for free so it'll be fine so um, that's pretty much where my life is right now where I'm just constantly reading new things and trying to get get it fully processed in my brain but in the Facebook group where we have authors advertising it's a great way to learn about new books so it's a super fun way to just come in there talk about books that you enjoy you know if you have if you would rather hear me just do bullet points of a chapter instead of the full breakdown and completely get it you can come in there and talk about it you can also just visit the podcast's Facebook page at read dirty to me we would love to see you guys there too. So yeah, I think that's all the plugs that I have for today. Oh, except for one more. I always want to shout out uh, Enchanted Tiki Design for my wonderful podcast logo. It still makes me smile every time I see it. I can't believe it's mine. I can't believe you guys let me into your ears every week to talk to you because this is a blast. I genuinely enjoy doing this. I genuinely enjoy doing shows for you guys. So thank you guys for letting me in to talk to you guys about books. And I believe that's it. Anyway, well, that has been V Cummins with Read Dirty to Me and the Weekly Roundup. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Bye.